Blog Talk Radio. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Quantum Communicator Radio. I'm your host, Victor Schiller, and I'm so glad to have you with me today. And I'm really looking forward to spending some time with you today to have a, a conversation with you and share a conversation with you. And I'm really looking forward to uh, the conversation I'm going to have today. It sounds like a really fascinating place we're going to go today. It sounds like a really fascinating story that we're going to that we're going to hear today. And I want to share that story with you. And I'm really looking forward to to sharing someone's journey, uh, life journey, with you today. Uh, my guest today is Maximus Freeman. Uh, he calls himself the Consciousness Archaeologist. And uh, many years ago, he was, as he puts it, a self-centered, egotistical, judgmental, know-it-all. And needless to say, uh, he was not very well-liked or respected. And uh, he just chalked that behavior off to, well, this is just who I am, and take it or leave it. And it's not as if I can change anything. And maybe you've been at a place like that, too, where uh, you look back at your behavior and the things that you did and things you said in the past, and uh, you kind of chalked it up to, it, it's, it's other people, it's, it's, it's how I am, take it or leave it. So it wasn't until he started reading self-improvement books in the mid-1990s that he discovered that change is possible, and he also realized that if... He was just a little bit nicer, a little bit less arrogant, arrogant and a little uh, less egotistical and judgmental that people might start to like and respect him a little bit more. And uh, if you fast forward to today, uh, he's the author of a new book, which he calls Consciousness Archaeology, where he chronicles his 20-year exploration of the ebbs and flows of life from the dark night of the soul to the radiant light of presence, as he puts it, as he shares his unique perspective on the many ancient truths and introduces several insightful theories of his own while injecting just a hint of humor. And it sounds fascinating, sounds like a great read, and and I'm really looking forward to uh, bringing him to you to, to hear what he has to say. And so without further ado, I'd like to welcome my guest, Freeman, thank you for joining me. Oh, thank you, Victor. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm glad to have you, and it's and I'm I'm really appreciative that you're taking the time to to spend with me today and spend with us today and and to to share your story. So so the name Maximus Freeman, um, where does that come from? Because I, I understand it's not it's not your true name; it's more of your pen name. So where does that name come from? The the name Maximus Freeman is kind of a combination of my old linear self and my new nonlinear self or the spiritual physical being that I've recognized that I am. And the persona of this person that I am is very much like Maximus in the movie Gladiator. He's a natural born leader. He's a drill sergeant type, very intense. Um, he knows how to get things done. Um, but he was also a little bit arrogant and that intensity didn't didn't help him to get along well with others. And partway through my journey, the name Freeman came up as free, Freeman is a synonym for freedom, and freedom from arrogance is kind of how it all came together. Um, so Freeman is more of my the essence of my soul, the nonlinear aspect of me, the unconditional loving aspect that I that I present now. Uh huh. 
That's really cool. So tell me a little bit about your story. I know that I, I, mean, I mentioned to to the listeners in the interview, I mean, in the introduction to our interview, uh, that, that about 20 years ago you had this, this uh, change, that you started, you just started doing something differently about 20 years ago, and so you've been on this yep. 20-year journey. Would you mind sharing a little bit about that journey with us so we can understand uh, and, and get a perspective on where you were and where, where that brings you to today? Yes, I'd love to. Thank you. Um, I, in my day job, I'm a sales representative, and my company always thought I did a good job, but they thought I needed a little bit of work on um, public relations, meaning I was a little too rough around the edges, a little bit gruff, so they forced me to take a 13-week Dale Carnegie course. I was very reluctant to go, um, but it actually turned out to be the first one of the, one of the first major turning points in my life. Um, the very first night we got there, they handed out – there are two books that they make you read. And the first one was called How to Stop Worrying and Start Living. And I started reading the book, and for the first time ever, I, I recognized that, you know, I'm a worry ward. I've got some issues here. I worry about everything. I'm living in fear. And I didn't even realize it until I, I started to read this book. Um, and then the second book – that this is where the – where the story gets better. Um, the second book was How to Win Friends and Influence People. And the very first part of the book that caught my attention was, for one day, try not to criticize, condemn, and complain. And I tried that for five minutes, and I realized that I'm constantly <laughs> criticizing, condemning, and complaining. Have you, ever, have you ever thought about that, Victor? Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yep, yep. It's, a lot it's, of us, it's harder than a lot it of sounds. Us a lot of us bitch and moan, we're miserable, we're, it's just, so it, for the first time, I experienced a little bit of mindfulness, and it was, you know what, Maximus, you're, you're kind of arrogant, you're complaining a lot, you rub people the wrong way, you're very judgmental, and what Dale Carnegie suggested in How to Win Friends and Influence People is, he said, you know, fake it till you make it, pretend for a little bit, just do a little experiment, why don't you act nice? Just try to act nice and see what happens. And so the next day at work, I, I tried, I acted nice. And what I found was people, instead of frowning at me, they, start, they, they smiled at me a little bit. And all of a sudden, they kind of welcomed my presence instead of walked away from me because I was so intense. Um, so after, after I read that and I started experiencing that feeling, um, it led to one book after another to another. And over a 10-year period, I, I took notes about what sort of positive attributes these spiritual authors or self-help authors mentioned that promoted kindness, unconditional love. And, and after going back over all my notes, I'm only going to read one thing here, and that's a list of what I call 12 virtues. And these, yeah, are, the ahead, words, these, these are the words that actually came out over a 10-year period of at least 100 books. And these virtues start, these are attributes, these are positive attributes that lead to kindness. This was me faking it until I made it. Um, starting with understanding, honesty, humility, forgiveness, acceptance, patience, tolerance, gratitude, graciousness, benevolence, compassion, and integrity. Those are, those are the 12 words that showed up most often, and those were the attributes that after a while, I wasn't faking it anymore because once I started to be kinder and feeling people's love, 
this amazing mystical transformation started to occur very, very slowly but surely. Hmm. That's really cool. I, I, and you know, when you're when you're mentioning those things, um, I don't think there's a person that's listening to this that would say number one that. Uh, they wouldn't strive or wouldn't want to be that way. Um, and, and number two, there isn't a person that listens to that and said that that would say that they would they would be miserable spending time with a person who <laughs> who uh, exhibited and lived by those twelve twelve virtues. Those are those are that's yep. a fantastic list. Thank you. That's a fantastic list. And I'm guessing that that uh, and, and those those virtues are sort of woven into your book and 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 uh something that you that you mention in your book and that you and that you are uh building into that book and so I wanted to shift and start and and talk a little bit about your book the consciousness archaeology um okay. when did you start writing that book and and uh and how did it how did it sort of weave together with those those 12 virtues well it started back in January of 2014 I started posting my journaling for, for for the last ten or so years. I I've been journaling several times a week. Whenever I have concerns, whenever I have um, just insights that I want to jot down. For some reason, in January of 2014, I felt I felt compelled. Maybe after reading Brene Brown's book, Daring Greatly about vulnerability, I felt compelled to post all of my vulnerability to talk about the ebbs and flows of my life and how I'm working through it. Um, the virtues of peace playing a big part of it. So in January, I'm on, I'm on, on almost a daily basis, I was posting on my own Facebook page my personal journal, journal entries. And after about two months, an old friend of high school said to me, you know what, I love your entries so much, I'd like to put them all together in March of 2014. That's something how how it works like that. Sometimes you don't you're not even looking for a book, and it turns into a book. Absolutely, I wasn't planning on writing a book, but when I put all my Facebook entries together, I had sixty pages of material. Wow, that's pretty significant. That's pretty <laughs> significant, especially it was something that you were doing anyway as a regular practice. Absolutely, that's really cool. So, so what is your mission in life? What are you trying to accomplish? I feel like my mission is to help to help others heal. Um and it my mission was first for me to heal because until I could heal, until I healed myself, I wasn't able to to reach out and help others. And the reason why I list compassion as the 11th virtue is because it's it's something that I had to first be honest with myself. I had to become humble. I had to forgive myself. I had to accept I, and those are all self-acceptance, self-honesty. Um, I had to heal myself before I was ready. So my first mission was to heal myself. And then once I healed myself, I realized I healed myself so I could reach out and help others. So I guess what I feel my mission right now is to create ripples, is to spread the word of unconditional love. And, and it trickles down out to everybody. That's really cool. That's awesome, and, and and you know, I, I really like what you had to say there because because uh, some people, depending on where they are on their on their their path toward toward seeing things a different way. I'm not going to call it an enlightenment or anything like that, but just seeing seeing things differently, seeing things 
there's there's usually a recognition within anybody that there are some things about them that they're not entirely proud of, they're not entirely happy about, and things that they might want to change. So so on that path toward becoming that change, uh, a lot of people um, believe that that it starts that that there are external things that are happening that prevent them from making the internal changes. And and that's why I really like what you had to say, because what you're saying is that regardless of what was happening externally, you realized that the work had to come from within first, and you had to, you had to heal yourself, you had to forgive yourself, you had to work on yourself first. And then once that work was done, then you could move to trying to reach out to others and help other people. That's fantastic. Absolutely. Thank That's really you. cool. So what was your intention for writing writing the book? I know that you, you kinda of stumbled into the book, that you didn't you didn't you didn't uh envision writing a book, but once you realized that this was becoming a book, what convinced you that it was a good idea? What was your intention for writing it? Well, I mentioned Brene Brown and the book Daring Greatly. And it got me in touch. Well, I asked myself, I kept asking myself time and time again. What is the root of my insecurity? Hmm. I couldn't quite get to the root of my insecurity. And finally, I Googled what is the root of most people's insecurities. And there was a wonderful quote by Gary Zukoff that I don't have it right in front of me. But basically what it says, all of our insecurities are based on our lack of self-worth, which equates to the word shame. And that's what, you know, Brene Brown talks about all the time. So the journaling that I started in January of 2014 was essentially my journey of shame resilience. I was trying to figure out, I created my own shame resilience strategy of, and I I did it through, you know, through my journaling and through my exploration and through all the writing. And in, in the entire book, you'll see all the different journeys that I've gone on in an effort to to work through my own shame. Oh, fascinating. Oh, that's that's fascinating. And I and and I know that there are people who struggle with that, whether it is implicit or explicit, whether they're 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 fully aware of it or whether they're not aware of it but they're searching they, they know something isn't right. That just that alone I know would help a lot of people. And I know that you cover a lot of different topics in your book. So, so of those topics, which one was the first concept to emerge as like a theme or something that you knew that you really wanted to to hit on and you really wanted to help people along with? Well, the first topic and the reason why I, I wanted to discuss this today is the virtues of peace. This is something that that occurred to me in 2005. This is when I assembled my list, created a website called Nantucket Peaceworks. And on that website, you'll see a lot of information about the 12 virtues. The virtues are defined there. And after the, after the definition are quote, quotations by famous people, not so famous people that help, that help you to better understand it, to see it from a different perspective. And I borrowed that technique from Dale Carnegie going back to my roots in 1995. If you've ever read a Dale Carnegie book, you'll see that the book is almost entirely made up of other people's quotes, which I really love because it's not just one guy's opinion on how to get well. He listed probably a hundred different examples of amazing quotations from from enlightened people, um, just 
all kinds of wonderful people out there that um, that help that help others to find themselves. So that was the first thing that occurred to me was the virtues of peace. Um, so I, that's why I wanted to talk about that today first. Yeah, go ahead. Um, uh, yeah, and I want to want to get into this. So how how the virtues of peace impacted your life? I, I'm looking at your website as we speak, and I'm looking at looking at that, and it's it's really awesome because you do have a, a nice a nice number of quotes there regarding all these these virtues. But how have they changed your life? How these virtues of peace changed your life? S- slowly but surely, my the the amount of times that I'm arrogant, um, it, it's much less. Um, I find myself naturally becoming more loving, more gentle, more kind. So what I had in the beginning, I had to fake it to you know fake it before I could make it. I feel as though I'm really making it now. I'm I'm genuinely a kind person, and I used you know many years ago I was um, I was on Paxil wonderful medication to help me calm down, but I didn't want to be on Paxil for the rest of my life. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Some people need to be. But I went on Paxil to settle myself down. And once I settled down, I was able to really get into self-improvement and self-awareness. And the virtues of peace was my new spiritual medication. So I was able to finally get off Paxil and replace it with kindness. Kindness came my medication. Humility helped me to feel better. Again, forgiving myself and acceptance. I used to be very, very impatient with everyone, including myself. Um, but when I started to be mindful, the word, I, I list the first virtue as understanding because we have to first be mindful. We have to first understand that change is possible and be honest with ourselves that we do have issues, we do have concerns, we do have limitations that are keeping us from feeling happy, feeling well. And part of that is humility. Once we're honest with ourselves, we have, to, we have to say, we have to be humble and say, yeah, I do have limitations, and, and I'm not going to deny it. I'm working on it. And I could go through each one of these virtues and tell you a little story about it, but I won't because we don't have time. But starting with understanding, working through honesty, humility, forgiveness, all the way up to integrity. And integrity to me is a consistent practice of all these 11 virtues. Um, so that's, that's how it's helped me. It's, it's actually, it replaced scientific medication of Paxil. I was able to get off Paxil and replace it with unconditional love and it soothed my nerves. It got rid of most of my anxiety, most of my overwhelm, a lot of my fear. Um, I actually, I came up with a little slogan that kind of stems a little bit from how to win friends and influence people. And basically, I learned if I'm a good person, I'm going to feel better. So I came up with a slogan that you'll see on the back cover of my book called Be Nice, Feel Good. It's that simple. It really is. Oh, I like that. That's real simple. Anybody can follow that. That's pretty cool. That's really cool. You know, when you were talking about, um, when you were talking about the 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 understanding um the virtue of the virtues of peace and and talking about understanding and understanding yourself uh that that uh brought forth uh, a reminder of a uh quote that that I love it's uh it's from uh Krishnamurti are you familiar with his work at all Krishnamurti I'm not 
Okay. Uh, I'll talk to you more about it uh, when we get done with the show today. You might okay. want to listen to his stuff because he's got he's got great insights, and you'll you'll hear it here. Uh, he says he says the ability to observe without evaluating is the highest form of intelligence. Mm. So what he's saying here, you know, our ability to just observe what is and not and not judge ourselves. Um, that that is the highest form of intelligence because because otherwise you're you're just you're just striving to do things for a reason. There's a reason for doing it. Maybe maybe you're, you're are you trying to be more patient for for this reason, or are you trying to be patient for that reason? And then if you start pursuing those reasons to be more patient or to be more kind, then you're looking at it and say, well, am I just being patient or am I just being kind? just so that I can feel better about it because of this, well, then that becomes the, the motivation. And so what he's hmm. saying is, you know, if we can get to the point where where we can just look at who we are and how we are and just just in what is, as it is, and not judge it, then then we can get to a place where we're just okay with what is. And and hmm. if and if we and if we see we're, that we're not being patient, then we observe that we are not patient, and we don't have to judge ourselves. We don't have to get down on ourselves. You don't have to don't have to act out of shame like you were talking. But then we can we can turn that page and just say, okay, well, I'm not a very patient person. <laughs> what am I going to do about it? You know, <laughs> and kind of yeah. move to that. And, 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 you know, and so much of what you're saying, so much of what you're saying resonates with me. Um, uh, I'm going to share that with you, and, and share with our listeners. It resonates with me because because there are parts of your journey that I can relate to and I still relate to. I'm not a very patient person. Um and there are times when I was not a very kind person. I look back and I say, Holy cow, I can't believe that was me and I can't believe I, I did that. And I actually I wrote a blog post um uh a while back <laughs> I think it was called like Confessions of a Recovering Jerk or something like that. Because I talked Perfect. about how how, you know, I was a jerk and and uh and and, <laughs> and I'm not very I'm not very proud of how, how I acted, and, and so I'm sure there are other people who are listening to this that are either where where you have come to, which is a, a point of enlightened awareness and, and just being able to observe and understand where you were and where you are. But there may be other people who are listening to this who are at the, at that point on the path where they are they are observing. Hey, you know what? I'm not okay with who I am, and I'm not okay with how I am. And I really need to figure out what I can do so I can be a little bit more okay with that, and and to 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 be a little bit more kind and more compassionate. Uh, I mean, there's there's certainly something in all of us that that we can do to to just increase the amount of love and compassion within us. And and that what you're saying really resonates with me, and I, I'm sure it's really resonating with other people. Which which leads me to your website. I know you had mentioned it before. Um, well, actually, you know what? Before we talk about the website, I want to I want to back up and I just want to talk about your book okay. because we, we're, I want to tie tie that up and then we'll we'll jump over to your to your website in just a little bit. If people are interested, they're listening to this and saying, "Man, this this sounds really awesome," uh, and I want to want to get the book. Where can they find your book? I'm directing most people to Amazon.com because okay. you can go on there and you can you can look at the look inside feature mm-hmm. and you can read the table of contents, you can read the prelude, the introduction. It'll give you a really good taste of what's to come. Um so that's that's where I'd like people to like people to start out. 
Okay, and the title of the book is Consciousness Archaeology, and and it's uh, the the author again Maximus Freeman. So uh, conscientious. I'm sorry. Ah, I had it right, and then I then I messed it up. Consciousness <laughs> Archaeology. Oh man. Anyway, so so going back now. So 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 um, the website, your website. You mentioned the the website before, NantucketPeaceWorks.com. Uh, yep. What can people expect to find when they get there? Well, it's primarily the – it's all the quotes of all the famous people on each virtue. But there's also another link. There's a PeaceWorks discussion group that we put together, a curriculum based on Parker Palmer's um, Circle of Trust and Inner Teacher. There's a whole lot on there. There's a, a young child curriculum that's partially put together that I've posted just to give people an idea if they ever want to introduce this for – for children, and these are all things that are just available on the site that you can print. I'm not, I don't sell anything on my website, um, but they're just resources for anybody that's interested in any of this sort of um, any of those curriculums. Feel free to go on, download the 13-week course, get a group of people together, and 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 I'm happy to answer any questions about the curriculum. People want to start something like that, um, and I'd like to. You can reach me through my website by filling out the comment page. Or you can go to my new Facebook page that I just started called Maximus Freeman. It's not really a group. It's just it's just a new you know personal Facebook page. And I have I I just started it, so there's hardly anything on there. But I would love my favorite thing to do. And I even have a questions for the from the universe or questions for the universe chapter in the book because I love to ask questions and then and then ponder it and then answer it. Um, and the best way for me to continue to have questions would be for people to, to send me questions on the Facebook page, and I would love to, to contemplate it and type back answers to them. I view my, my Maximus Freeman page as more of a, a, support, a support center where people that have questions or concerns can reach out and, and ask me what my perspective on it might be, and I'd like to, to reach out and, and answer those questions the best I can. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That's perfect. So if I'm looking on Facebook and I'm trying to find you, uh, do I just type in Maximus Freeman? What do I type in? Yeah, just type in Maximus Freeman, and there are a couple Maximus Freemans, but if you log on, I have a really cool picture of some red leaves on it, um, and you'll 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 go on there and it'll talk about consciousness archaeology. There are only like two or three Maximus Freemans, so you can find me real easily. Okay. Awesome. Well, we're approaching the end of our time together, uh, so uh, I, I just wanted to, again, uh, re- remind all of you, if you're interested in checking out the book, Consciousness Archaeology, feel free to find that on Amazon.com. Also, uh, take some time to go over to NantucketPeaceWorks.com and check out his website there. Also, uh, he's extending invitation to us to to connect with him on Facebook and kind of join the conversation there. That'd be a great opportunity. Uh, Freeman, it's been a wonderful conversation today. Uh, it really was a, a wonderful, wonderful time talking with you. I really appreciate you sharing your, your journey with me. And uh, is there anything else that you'd like to to share with us uh, before we part ways today um, that you think would be important for people to know or to remember, maybe something that you've, You've learned along the way that you want to to uh, share with people in case they're uh, somewhere along that path where they're they're trying to get to where you have found yourself. Okay, um, you know I probably mentioned 
when I talk about the virtues of peace, that might make up only 20% of them. But I have, and I'm not going to get into the different types of mechanisms that are reviewed, but there are about four or five other mechanisms. Some of them are mechanisms that other spiritual teachers have talked about, and I've um, expanded on those. Um, so it's not just about the virtues of peace. There are so many aspects along so many aspects along my journey that I share. I share five or six very vulnerable personal stories that I think will resonate with a lot of people. Um, so I would, you know, I, I really would love for you to, to pick up the book, and there's so much to it. And I'd like to end it with just a question, one question for you, Victor. And to fulfill my mission, um, I would like to know how can I best support you and your listeners? That's what I want to leave you with. How can I best support you? And please answer that question to me by communicating to me through my website. How, how can I best support you? This is my hobby. This is what I do in my spare time. I love communicating with people about spiritual, nonlinear topics. So please reach out. That's awesome. That's a, that's a great place to reach out from, Maximus. And, um, and, I, and I really, really like that. Um, and again, I wanted to thank you so much for sharing your, your story, sharing your journey. You've inspired me. You provided me with hope and inspiration, and I know you've done that for other people. So thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Well, you're welcome. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Yes, thank you. All right. Well, hopefully you got something out of that. That was a fantastic interview. That was a that was a great conversation, and I'm sure it resonated with you as well as it resonated with me. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Quantum Communicator, and we'll see you next time. Take care. Goodbye. Goodbye.